At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the Circa Resort and Casino here in downtown Las Vegas. It is my guys in the desert. Femi and Bebefe here in for Stormy Bonantoni. Make sure to tweet at the show all throughout the hour, at VSIN Live, at Femi and Bebefe. We want to hear from you guys over the next 60 minutes. Got a great show on tap. Three excellent guests. Jeff Ulrich, DraftKings NFL analyst, joining us at 245, talking all things Week 18. And... Are there props we can take advantage of with player incentives on the line? Plus, Chris Andrews, South Point Hotel Sportsbook Director at 2.30, telling us what he's seeing behind the window and an early look at how the public is betting the national title game between Georgia and Alabama. In about five minutes, Adam Burke here in studio, VEASAN sports betting analyst, plus a contributor to Point Spread Weekly, talking Week 18, and of course, the national title game between Georgia and Alabama. But before we get into all that, let's get into the five stories that you need to know as a better here. Here on January 7th, hit a Femi Friday. And the top story that you need to know is that Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley will once again get the start here for Baltimore as they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Head coach John Harbaugh told reporters that Lamar Jackson just not able to play with that ankle injury. Baltimore right now, three and a half point home favorites against the Steelers. Huntley, he started three games this season, going one and two as a starter. The Ravens are riding a five-game losing streak after starting the year eight and three. Now, Jackson could return to the playoffs, but Baltimore needs help to get in. They need a win, plus a Chargers loss, a Colts loss, and a Miami loss or tie to get that done. The number two story that you need to know is that Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase could play a little this coming Sunday. Head coach Zach Taylor told the media that there's a chance Chase will play against the Cleveland Browns. He's 12 yards away from breaking the Bengals' single-season receiving yards record set by one Chad Ochocinco back in 2007. Chase right now is the favorite in the offensive rookie of the year market at DraftKings. He's going off at minus 250. The number three story you need to know is that player incentives headline week 18. You're trying to get paid as are a handful of NFL players, starting with Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs needs six catches to earn one and a half million dollars. The over under at DraftKings is set at five and a half. The over right now minus 150. Diggs also needs 231 receiving yards to earn another one and a half million dollars. DraftKings set that at 230 and a half. 
The over pays 40 to 1 for the folks who are feeling frisky. Other incentives to keep track of Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones needs one sack to earn $1.25 million. Panthers linebacker Hassan Reddick needs two sacks to earn $1 million. Then Bucks tight end Rob Gronkowski needs seven catches to earn $500,000, 85 receiving yards to earn another $500,000, and three touchdowns to earn an additional $500,000. Jaguars receiver Marvin Jones needs four catches to earn $500K, and the Cardinals wide receiver AJ Green needs 10 catches to earn 250K and another 75 receiving yards to earn another 250K. And lastly, Texans running back Rex Burkhead needs 123 total yards to earn $125,000. All right, the NFL injury roundup is our number four storyline that you need to know on this Friday. Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson has been activated off the reserve COVID list, so he's good to go against the Ravens. Ravens wide receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown, he will play dealing with an ankle injury. Cardinals running back Chase Edmonds has been ruled out with a toe and rib injury against the Seahawks, and Bucks running back Ronald Jones has been ruled out with an ankle, and linebacker pass rusher Shaq Barrett probably wasn't going to play due to injury, but has officially been ruled out, placed on the reserve COVID list. Carolina Panthers wide receiver Robbie Anderson is a game-time decision with a quad injury. Bills wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders is doubtful with a knee. The Jets wide receiver Braxton Berrios placed on injured reserve with a quad himself. Cowboys running back Tony Pollard for tomorrow night's game has been ruled out with a foot injury. Then Lions quarterback Jared Goff is probable to start. Dan Campbell told reporters that earlier today with a knee issue. Also of note in that game, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers will start that game. We'll see how long though. Browns running back Nick Chubb will play battling a rib injury and of course Kareem Hunt is questionable with an ankle injury and the tight end David Njoku questionable with a shoulder for the Falcons their tight end Kyle Pitts questionable with a hamstring Saints running back Mark Ingram questionable with the knee and the Washington football team running back Antonio Gibson activated off the reserve COVID list Ricky Seals Jones their tight end ruled out with a concussion and finally New York Giants wide receiver Kadarius Toney has been ruled out with a shoulder injury. And then the number five story that you need to know is that LA Clippers forward Kawhi Leonard could be back this season. Leonard, of course, tore his ACL during the playoffs last year, reportedly ahead of rehab schedule in his rehab to come back onto the court per Chris Haynes of Yahoo. Kawhi reportedly ramping up his workload and looking stronger right now. The Clippers odds to win the Pacific Division 250 to 1, the Western Conference 11 to 1, and to win the NBA Finals at 22 to 1. All right, those are your five stories that you need to know as a better here on this January 7th, Friday in 2022. And joining us now, not over the phone, not on Skype, in studio, he is Adam Burke. VEASAN Sports Betting Analyst and Point Spread Weekly Contributor. Adam, we're going to get to the national title game. I want to get to the Week 18 games, but i got to ask you to start off. Just do you tweak your process heading into this final week of the regular season with all the injuries, COVID, and now resting factoring in? Yeah, happy to be here in the flesh for Femi Fridays. Oh, you already know. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, you know, as far as Week 18 goes, obviously a lot of different considerations in play. Uh, the, the incentives that you mentioned, I think that's something very important to keep an eye on. I'll have another one as we go throughout the segment here that I think is pretty important. But look, you know, I think that you have to tweak your process. You know, you have to be adaptable as a better and as a handicapper in general. And this week, you're talking about guys being in, guys being out. Maybe some players end up with this game being treated like a preseason game. Maybe they play mm-hmm. a quarter, a couple series, something like that. Then they get pulled. So you try to listen to what the coaches are saying, but I think you do have to tweak your process and maybe look more at first quarter and first half bets as opposed to full games. Yeah, it's interesting that you brought up preseason because I almost feel like week 18 of the National Football League, it's like preseason combined with bowl season, combined with regular NFL regular season all into one. So a lot of things to be keeping track of as a handicapper. One game where we know that we'll have maximum effort for both teams, Baltimore Ravens taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Baltimore three and a half point favorites in that game. But Tyler Huntley's the quarterback. Who do you like in that, whether it be the side or total in this AFC North clash? Yeah, and you and I talked about it right before you came on air here that I really don't think the difference between Tyler Huntley and Lamar Jackson is that big at this point in time. I mean, the way that Jackson played throughout the year, yeah, he's a more dynamic runner. He's a more explosive runner. But from a passing standpoint, I don't really think these guys are that much different at the current Mm -hmm. stages of their careers. So seeing this line come down to three and a half, I like Baltimore minus five anyway. I like it more here at the three and a half. I know that they have a much harder path to get to the playoffs, but Harbaugh is an outstanding head coach. They've had a disappointing season, but they can finish it with a nice win over a division rival. I just feel like Baltimore is going to fully be there, fully be invested and engaged. 
you and I actually watched Monday Night Football together here, yeah. um, you know, uh, with the Browns and the Steelers, and there was a lot happening in that game for Pittsburgh. Not only did they not play well, but of course you had the Giants send off for Ben Roethlisberger and all of that. It was a very emotional game for them on a short week. Now they take on a Baltimore team, and I think we'll be prepared and ready. I, I just I think Baltimore is the side here laying the three and a half, even though a lot of people will say Pittsburgh's got more to play for. Yeah, we're speaking with Adam Burke, VSIN sports betting analyst, of course, contributor to Point Spread Weekly. Let's stay in the AFC North there, shall we? Then you mentioned the Cleveland Browns. We watched that game Monday Night Football earlier this week. Well, they're six-point favorites against the Cincinnati Bengals with a total of 38 Neither quarterback is playing. Baker Mayfield's now on IR. Joe Burrow's resting up for the postseason. How do you handicap this game? Yeah, we had a good time, me, you, and Pritch on Monday night, but <laughs> I, I wish shot. I could forget watching the Browns in that game. <laughs> they looked awful. I mean, you know, they had, obviously their playoff incentives were gone, but they still had the incentive of ruining Ben's last home game, we presume his last home game, and they didn't do it. They looked lifeless. Uh, you know, we were joking about Roethlisberger's stat line throughout the game, and he was actually <laughs> better than Baker Mayfield. So maybe Case Keenum is an upgrade for them here. But something that this line's not accounting for, and I was really surprised when you said that Nick Chubb's probably going to play because mm-hmm. there's no way I would play him. But I don't think Denzel Ward plays. I don't think Miles Garrett plays. I doubt Grant Delpit plays. Not that he played particularly well last week anyway. <laughs> but there are some guys for the Browns that I'd be really surprised if they went out there. I mean, maybe they don't even play a guy like Jedrick Wills. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. A guy who's been hurt and had some issues throughout the course of the season. I don't think that we get the Browns lineup everybody's expecting. So I like the Bengals plus six here in this spot anyway. But I do think that as the injury situations get a little bit clearer for the Browns, this line probably does go down as we head into the weekend. Adam, we got a couple minutes left here in this segment. I want to continue to ask you about this game because on the Twitter sphere, on the interwebs, we've heard about could Cleveland potentially maybe throw this game to try to clinch last place in the division and get a last place schedule for next year's season. And I mean, just on the surface, it sounds like it makes sense just getting a better draft kick, draft pick, I should say, and getting a better schedule. Do you think that there could possibly be some Doug Peterson, Nate Sudfeld stuff going on here with this Cleveland Browns team? I mean, they're laying six, but their incentive to, is to lose almost. Right, yeah, their incentive is absolutely to lose. Not only does it increase their draft pick, but also I believe if they finish last, I think the Giants and the Jaguars are the two teams that get added to their schedule for next <laughs> Sign year. Sign me up. <laughs> you absolutely want to play those two teams. I know Jacksonville has Trevor Lawrence and should be better with a new quarter or the new head coach. The Giants are just a dumpster fire, and that just, you know, has kind of been a multi-year trend. There's a lot of incentive for Cleveland to lose this game, to be sure. And I don't know if this factors in, but they are a very analytically savvy front office mm-hmm. that will have an understanding of what their draft pick value is worth to move up a few spots, and then also their expected wins and stuff like that based on playing the Giants and the Jaguars. I hope they lose. Not only because I have Bengals <laughs> plus six, but I just hope they lose for a lot of different reasons. And Philadelphia was kind of the same way last year. Howie Roseman, they d- dived deep into the analytics and stuff, and they saw that, hey, Get Jalen Hurts out of there, play Nate Sudfield against the Washington football team, and we saw how that unfolded last year, week 17. And now they're a playoff team. They got a pretty high draft pick, and I think they even used that draft pick to trade down and get another one for next year. So uh, it sets them up pretty well, and we'll see if that kind of is the case here for the Cleveland Browns here. VEASAN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game Big Dance special provides VEASAN plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bet email 24-7 video access to upcoming big game and college hoops betting guides plus full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game it's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year so don't miss out on our best bets deal here visit vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today adam burke with another segment on the other side it's my guys in the desert At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of My Guys in the Desert is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to Zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is my guys in the desert coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino here in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Adam Burke, who's doing two segments with us here on a hashtag Femi Friday. We'll talk college football national championship in just a bit, Georgia and Alabama. But let's stick with the NFL week 18. And we were talking in the break about this NFC East game. Now, it's not a game that anybody really cares about from a competitive standpoint. Both these teams have been eliminated. But the Washington football team right now, seven-point favorites against the New York Giants with a total of 38 here. And you like this Washington team in this spot. Why is that? Yeah, you can still find a couple of six-and-a-halves, including one behind us here at the beautiful Circus Sportsbook. Look, you and I were talking about this during the break. I think that overall tanking, teams quitting I think it's kind of an overblown narrative Mm. but sometimes you'll see one and I think the New York Giants are one of them you know obviously they're going to start Jake Fromm here this week who is clearly a well below average NFL quarterback and that's putting it nicely (laughs) last week they were trailing by a ton all game long and they just ran the football you know they didn't even let Mike Glennon try to throw it and we come to find out Mike Glennon's hurt and having surgery anyway but they have no semblance of a passing game whatsoever This week, Joe Judge refused to meet with the D.C. media, said some negative things about them and about the organization and all of that. So I think Washington was going to show up for Ron Rivera anyway. I think Taylor Heineke is a guy who's got plenty of incentive to show up in this final game and play as well as he can. I think this is a boat race. I don't think the Giants show up here at all whatsoever. Not a whole lot of incentive for them to show up. You know, Mm -hmm. we just talked about the Browns and their schedule. You know, the Giants trying to do whatever they can to kind of improve their picks throughout the draft, throughout all of the rounds pretty much. I I think Washington wins this game comfortably. And I know seven looks scary to lay, but there's a reason why this line is that high. And and I think Washington's the side. Yeah, the Giants. We saw Joe Jubb's uh, press conference last week. It was awkward, to say the least, about how all these players want to play for the New York Giants. We'll find out later this offseason if that is true or not. Uh, But staying in the Eastern Division, let's go over to the AFC East. The New York Jets taking on the Buffalo Bills in Western New York right now. Buffalo 16-point favorites, total of 40-and-a-half, and it's clear for the Bills a win, and they clinch the division. Do you think they get that done, and do you think they get it done by margin? I think they get the win, obviously. I mean, that's that's not really that bold of a call here, yeah. but covering 16 is a very big ask because this is a situation to me, and I know you talked about Stephon Diggs and the incentives that he has. It's going to be very windy in Buffalo on Sunday. Maybe difficult to throw the football if they're forced to run They're okay at it, but certainly their bread and butter is in the passing game. But if they get out ahead in this game, they're not going to put Josh Allen at risk, nor should they. I don't think they put Stephon Diggs at risk, nor should they. And also they've got some guys on defense that they could maybe stand to rest a little bit here too. 
The Jets, I think, will play hard. They're obviously not the most talented team in the NFL, and Zach Wilson has not played well. But I think they play really hard in this game. This is a situation to me where if you like Buffalo, play the first quarter, play the first half. Josh Allen should be in the game for most of that. And they'll want to get ahead, put it in cruise control in the second half if they can. But there is no way I could ever lay the full game price with Buffalo here. So for me, it would either be Jets full game or pass. But I think you could find some opportunities with, you know, Bill's first quarter, first half, something like that, because they should try to get ahead. And then, like I said, just put it in cruise control the rest of the way. Yeah, I'm looking at the first half line. The consensus is Bill's nine and a half. So you're, you're laying a lot of points there for this first half in the first quarter line right now. It's seven and a half in some places. So it's it's pricey to back this Bills team against the New York Jets. You brought up Stefan Diggs. I want to ask you about another player who might be in the prop world here, and it's the Minnesota Vikings game, Justin Jefferson, and you think he might have an advantageous look here going up against the Chicago Bears defense on Sunday. Yeah, and this is one I actually just see the line posted out there now over at DraftKings. is 96.5, and, and of course, as always, shop around for the best price <clears> you can find. That's definitely the most important thing you can do. But Justin Jefferson needs 124 yards to set the single-season record, to beat Randy Moss's record in 2003. And I know there'll be an asterisk next to everything going forward because of that 17th game. But you know Kirk Cousins is very much aware of where Justin Jefferson is in terms of yardage. The Vikings have already said, look, we're going to play our starters. We're going to play our guys. Maybe Mike Zimmer trying to hold on to his job. But I think Justin Jefferson will get open a lot in this game. I think Kirk Cousins will target Justin Jefferson a lot. 96 and a half is a big number, but to set that record, he has to go over it. And I think that's something he'll be very motivated to do, not to mention with Adam Thielen being hurt. You know, Jefferson's going to get a lion's share of the targets anyway. So to me, I think you can look for these situations of not only guys that are playing for contract incentives and money, but also their name in the record books. And Jefferson's one of those guys. We're speaking with Adam Burke here, VEASAN sports betting analyst, contributor to Point Spread Weekly. Adam, we'll get to the college football here. I, I promise we will. I want to ask you about the Sunday night football game, though, because that's the game that's going to be the most bet game of the week, I would wager. The Chargers right now, three-point favorites against the Las Vegas Raiders, total of 50. I know you didn't have that on your list of plays that you sent us in in our production, but where would you go with your money, whether it be laying it with the Chargers or do you possibly go with the total, with the total highest on the board so far here this week at 50? Yeah, this is a really tricky game, and I talked about this one on the L.A. City cast with Danielle Alvari. Look, I mean... This is one where I don't know if I could trust either team here. You know, the the Chargers as a franchise have a history of letting everybody down. And this is clearly a very big game for them. I know it's a different quarterback with Justin Herbert, a different coaching staff, more or less the same regime in terms of the front office. But, you know, they're in a spot where they have expectations here. and, And I'd be very scared of laying that price, even though I do think they are the better team. With that being said, they recently lost to the Texans. You know, both teams have a common opponent win over the Broncos, who just look pathetic on offense with Drew Locke at quarterback. So for me, I I would kind of default towards the Raiders plus three from a side standpoint. One thing I do like here, though, is the under a little bit because Mm. the more important the stakes, the tighter the game becomes, the more risk averse the coaches and the quarterbacks end up being. So I think this is a spot where maybe you kind of look to take an under. The first game was 28-14 in favor of the Chargers. Chargers had 5.1 yards per play. Raiders had, I believe, 3.8. So they didn't move the football. They ran the football very poorly in that first game. So I would look towards the under 49 and a half here rather than t- rather than trying to trust a side. Yeah, it's going to be a fun game, a virtual playoff game, pending some results earlier in the day, but it's probably going to end up being a win-or-go-home situation for both of those teams. All right, let's go back to school. College football national title game Monday night between Georgia and Alabama, a rematch of the SEC title game we saw earlier in December, and we've seen a move, little bit of a move here off the key number of three. The Bulldogs were three-point favorites earlier in the week, now down to two-and-a-half with a total of 52, Adam. The Bama money is here. Do you agree with that move, and what's your read on this game, whether it be side or total? Yeah, I do agree with the move, and as you can see on the screen here, you can still find threes out there in some places. You'll pay a little bit of extra juice to get them, minus 115, minus 120 in that range. I think Alabama's the right side. I just posted this article over at vcin.com with our best bets from the staff writers. When you look at the first game and you look at the success that Alabama had, it's the success that Alabama always has. They threw the football. They went vertical. They had big explosive plays. That's what they do in these types of games. When you look at what happened in the first game, that's not at all what Georgia wants to do. Stetson Bennett threw the ball 48 times in that game. That is not a recipe for success for the Georgia Bulldogs. 
Throughout the season, they've manhandled teams in the trenches. They did it to Michigan, much to my chagrin, holding a Michigan plus seven and a half ticket. But also, I loved it as a Buckeyes fan. But (laughs) Georgia, that's what they do. They run teams over. They're physical. They play from in front. They run the football. You can't do that against Alabama. So I really worry about Georgia's offensive efficiency here if the game falls on the shoulders of Stetson Bennett like the first one did, and that's kind of what I expect to see in this game. So I do like Alabama plus the three. I don't know if you're going to ask me this, but I think player props are absolutely the way to attack. Oh, the I, had, I, had, I had it up right here. Well, Bryce Young's player prop right now, 314 and a half yards, minus 115 each way. You think Bama gets it done through the air? What do you think about that number? Yeah, I think that has to be an over for Bryce Young. I know he doesn't have John Mechie the third, which is certainly a problem, and it was a problem in their game against Cincinnati. They did look a little bit out of sync offensively, but you know, if I'm Nick Saban, I look at this and I go, I don't want to try to run the football on Georgia. I probably can if I really, really wanted to, but I don't want to. I know I can beat them through the air because I just did it. So I think mm-hmm. it will be the Bryce Young show in this one. Jamison Williams, I think as we get more player props that come up, Slade Bolden, the wide receiver for Alabama, I'm going to look at his catches over. Probably Brian Robinson Jr., the running back, his receptions over. Because I don't think Alabama's going to really try to run the football here. I think they know the way to beat Georgia is through the air, much like they did in the SEC title game. So I'm going to have my prop portfolio kind of look like that. And then also from a Georgia standpoint, real quick here, you look at the first game, James Cook had 15 touches. That was a season high for him. They did not use Zamir White because he's kind of their bruising, battering ram back. They wanted the speed guy against Alabama. Do they change their game plan? It's a possibility, but I think Cook winds up being a focal point of their offense as well. So I'll be looking at some of his props. James Cook plus 120 anytime touchdown score for James Cook. I, I, I had him in the Orange Bowl and that proved to be well. He scored a touchdown in that game and I think he's a good look right there. Brock Bowers, minus 130 for the Georgia Bulldog. Interesting stuff for this national title game coming up on Monday. Adam, appreciate you joining us in studio. Uh, always a pleasure to chat with you. Best of luck the rest of the weekend, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. On the other side, Chris Andrews, Sportsbook Director at the Southwind Hotel Casino, tells us what they're seeing behind the window in this game between Georgia and Alabama. Plus, we'll talk all things Week 18 in the National Football League. to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts. All right. How about that? It is my guys in the desert coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino here in downtown Las Vegas. Chris Andrews, the South Point Hotel and Casino Sportsbook Director, joining us in a matter of moments. But first, oh, it's that time, folks. We got to feel bad about our NFL bets. It is time to cringe. Ooh. There it is. And the cringeworthy play for this weekend is the Atlanta Falcons plus four and a half against the New Orleans Saints. Atlanta, they've already been eliminated. So this one doesn't really feel that great since they're not playing for any playoff positioning. However, this is one of the most heated rivalries in the NFL. Arthur Smith and that young coaching staff are going to want to end the season on a high note. Falcons, they would love nothing more than to spoil the Saints' playoff hopes, plus New Orleans on their side, dealing with some key injuries. Offensive tackle Teron Armstead and defensive end Marcus Davenport are questionable at best to play on Sunday. So once again, in the NFL, we're going to get it out the mud. Falcons plus four and a half, the cringeworthy play of the week. Ooh. Ooh, that, it, just, it just makes you feel gross when you hear that sound. One guy that doesn't make me feel gross, in fact, it makes me feel the opposite, is Chris Andrews, the sportsbook director at the South Point Hotel and Casino, joining us here on My Guys in the Desert. Chris, hope all is well. Got to start off with the Saturday games in the NFL. Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Denver Broncos. And then in the nightcap, you have the Dallas Cowboys visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. We've never seen this from the NFL. A last week of the season doubleheader on a Saturday. What are you guys anticipating the handle looking like tomorrow? Well, I I think it's going to be good. So far, uh, my ticket counts are really good on both games. Now, not a whole lot of money. I think right now the, uh, the public in general is really kind of uh, treading lightly, I would say, just because they're not sure who all's playing and you know who who wants to win and who's going to show up and uh, et cetera, et cetera. It's always a tough week 
uh, week 17 or, you know, week 18 this year. Uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, family, when football's on TV, guys figure out a reason to bet it. So oh, yeah. I think we'll, I think we'll be in good shape tomorrow, but, uh, I'm not sure who we're going to need, but yeah, like I said, ticket count is very good money and a little bit slow. Yeah, no, I can see that being the case. It's uh, We're all trying to figure out who's playing and for how long. Speaking of which, Packers yeah. visiting Detroit to take on the Lions. Right now, Green Bay, three-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 44-and-a-half. Now, Matt LaFleur said that Aaron Rodgers will play in this game, but I want to ask you this, Chris. How do you go about handicapping a game like this one? We don't know how long Aaron Rodgers will play. You know, You know, it's just a hunch, but I would think he'd probably play the first half. But I, you know, I really don't know. You know, you've got a backup quarterback again for the Lions. I, I think so. Anyway, I forget if Goff is back in or not. It, it sounds like, it, it sounds like Goff. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like Goff could play on Sunday. Yeah, I think. Yeah, now that I, I, as soon as I said it, I said, yeah, I forgot. I think he could. I, I don't think it makes that much difference. As a matter of fact, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, God, I'm, I got so much going on this week. When it was announced that he's likely to play, we had it three and a half this morning, Packers, and money did come in on the Lions. We briefly went down to three. Now we're back up to three and a half with more money on the Packers. So um, evidently the market kind of feels as I do. It doesn't make that much difference if golf is playing or not. But I think the lines will play hard. I think it's just a man. I mean, we know the Packers are a much, much better team from, from top to bottom. But uh, we'll just have to see how intent they are on winning this game and how long they play Rodgers, which I don't think will be into the second half. But, you know, we have to see. Yeah, Rodgers uh, and the Packers clinched the number one seed last week with a win over the Minnesota Vikings, so they don't really have anything to play for. We're speaking with Chris Andrews, Sportsbook Director at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Chris, let's get over to the Sunday night game where both teams have everything to play for. Chargers, three-point favorites against the Las Vegas Raiders, total of 50. What are you seeing behind the window in this game, which should be a win-or-go-home contest? Yeah, it should be, and I hope it winds up that way, really. And barring some unforeseen circumstances on Sunday earlier in the day, it will be. Uh, right now, this is a very heavily bet game. Like, a very strong ticket counts both ways. Uh, we were at two and a half for a while, but that got laid up uh, quickly to three. Now I'm looking around. It's pretty much a blanket three out there. Now, sometimes that can inhibit action. Uh, there's always two things that, that do create action. One is the, the game, the, 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 the two sides, mm-hmm. and the other one is the number. And right now the number is pretty solid three. So that, that, to me that means nobody's going to really rush to the counter right now to get a number that they feel won't be available a little bit later on. So I think the three will hold. I know personally I'm going to try to hold on to the three and not move it as, as closely as I can. As everybody knows, we do everything at 11 to 10 here. So It'd be a three and a half or a two and a half if we do move it, since we don't juice uh, favorites or dogs. But anyway, I think this uh, this is going to be a highly bet game. I think it's going to be one of the more entertaining games of the season, and you know, essentially a playoff game, even though it's uh, a week before the actual playoffs start. The 49ers are visiting the L.A. Rams in the game that the Niners might need, pending what happens in the Saints and the Falcons game going off at the same time. But right now, San Francisco, four-point dogs against the Rams, total of 44-and-a-half. And this one has some quarterback uncertainty. We don't know if Jimmy G is going to play or Trey Lance is going to play. Have you seen the public getting involved in this game, even though it is a winner, not a winner-go-home, but it's a meaningful game, but it does have the uncertainty of who might be playing at quarterback? Yeah, right now, we're seeing most of the money on the 49ers. Uh, you know, pretty significant difference. Um, ticket count is pretty close, but money is uh, clearly on the Niners. And it's interesting. I got some bets this week on the Niners to win the NFC and to win the Super Bowl. So a lot of guys are really high on this Niner team. I think they see them as a dangerous team that really plays a little bit of an old-fashioned football game, running the ball, playing really good defense, and – you know, that's not a formula for great success in the NFL all the time. But when you can when you can do that consistently, you can win a lot of individual games. And Stafford, I think right now we're looking at him, you know, I think halfway through the season, he was, uh, you know, had a pretty good shot of being MVP. His game has kind of slowed down a little bit. He's shown some inconsistencies. Um, and I think the Rams are vulnerable. But once again, I think the Rams have a much better roster uh, through their, uh, you know, one through 53. Uh, but I think the Niners have a way of playing a game where they can win. And I, I think that is possible against the Rams. And I think that's the way, uh, that's the way the public is seeing it. 
Chris, I want to ask you about the national title game, but I want to squeeze in one more NFL game here real quick. One of the best rivalries in football, you're familiar with it, your Steelers going up against the Baltimore Ravens, three-and-a-half-point dogs in Baltimore, total of 41. Tyler Huntley's going to start in this game. How are you feeling about Pittsburgh on Sunday? Well, you know, Jackson's missed, like, what, four or five weeks in a row now. I think Huntley's really, he's a revelation. You know, I remember seeing this kid at Utah, and I never thought he was anything special, and evidently nobody in the league did either because he went undrafted. Mm-hmm. He came into camp and won the backup job. I think this kid has really done a terrific job. Now, whether that has legs and he could be a starter eventually in this league, I don't know. But it is announced that Jackson won't play, and some money did show on the Steelers. I was saying, you know, everybody knows I'm kind of a Steeler fan. I'm not sure that was the right thing because I think Huntley is pretty good. And Steelers have their problems. Everybody knows that they've been in and out all year. Very inconsistent. But this is a tremendous rivalry. Uh, probably one of the most physical rivalries out there uh, in the NFL. And I expect both teams to really show up and give a solid effort. But, you know, we've been all over the place on the number in this game, just depending on who's in, who's out. Both teams have a lot of guys out, a lot of guys in. So we'll see what happens here. But I think this will be a really intense game. Um, and, uh, you know, part of me does hope that, uh, you know, the, the winner can wind up in the playoffs because I think both of them w- would represent themselves very well. They're, they're that kind of team that, that can win essentially any game. Chris, we got about a minute, 20 seconds left here. Georgia taking on Alabama Monday night for the College Football National Championship. Right now, the Bulldogs, two-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 52. Looks like that Bama money starting to show here as we approach kickoff on Monday. Bama money definitely showed today. Uh, we've been back and forth on this game. We opened at two-and-a-half, went to three early. They took the three, went back to two-and-a-half, laid the two-and-a-half, went to three. Now we're back to two-and-a-half again. Um, I think the, uh, the betting intensity will do nothing but increase between now and game day. Uh, once again, ticket count is very strong. Money is really strong on this game. We had some really big bets on this game. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I, <laughs> I thought two and a half was a good opener, and I, I guess I still do. When we get to three, everybody does come in on Alabama. So we'll see where we wind up. But I have a feeling this game's going to jockey between those two numbers. Yeah, I can't wait to watch this game Monday night. I'm hoping it's a little bit more competitive than the SEC title game we saw in early December. He is Chris Andrews, the sportsbook director at the Southwind Hotel and Casino, joining us in his usual time slot here on a Friday on My Guys in the Desert. Chris, have a good rest of the weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Great talking to you, Femi. See you later, buddy. All right. How about that? Important to note, we were talking about that Rams-Niners game. Jimmy Garoppolo is questionable officially. Kyle Shanahan declined to reveal who he will start at quarterback for San Francisco. So keep that in mind. It's going to go right up to kickoff here. So it's going to be interesting stuff in the NFC West. On the other side, Jeff Ulrich, DraftKings NFL analyst, joins us to talk week 18 and maybe some props here in the National Football League. It's my guys in the desert here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Tune up your lineup. Join the AutoZone Get in the Zone Challenge and play free fantasy football in this two-part contest series to compete for a cut of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash AutoZone now to get in on the action. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Sorry, I had to do that. Uh, our producer, Stephanie, was threatened to fire me if I didn't sing that song. Just kidding. Uh, all just fun here on this Femi Friday. We got Jeff Ulrich coming up from DraftKings in a matter of moments. But first, let's get to the power rankings. Top five teams who need to win to get in and might most likely to lose. Starting with number five, the Indianapolis Colts. 15-point favorites against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They just made the list because, quite frankly, there's only about five teams that are in this spot. Colts have not won in Duval County since 2014. However, I think they take care of business and punch their ticket to the postseason. The number four team, Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore's three-and-a-half-point favorites hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. No Lamar Jackson at quarterback, which makes the Ravens a little vulnerable. Tyler Huntley has been awesome in the backup role, but this is a tough ask. It's interesting. Huntley has been a favorite only one time. That was against the Chicago Bears earlier this season before Jackson actually got injured. He'll now be laying more than a field goal in what should be a heated rivalry game. Wouldn't shock me one bit if the Steelers won this game as it could be Big Ben's final game. Number three, the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco is a four and a half point underdog in LA. This is almost less about the Niners and more about the Rams being really good and playing for the division. Niners also have QB uncertainty. Jimmy G is officially questionable. Shanahan said he's not going to name the starter prior to kickoff, so we'll have to wait for Sunday to find that out. Lance has only made two career starts, so it could be a tough spot for them if he has to play again. However, with all that said, Niners have won five straight against the LA Rams. Number two team that might lose the New Orleans Saints three and a half point favorites in Atlanta as outlined earlier in the show tricky spot against a heated rival offensive line and defensive line injuries Falcons looking to play spoiler and I think they could be live to pull off the upset the number one team though the Las Vegas Raiders. Right now, three-point underdogs hosting the Chargers. Raiders have absolutely battled their tails off this season, but I think it comes to an end on Sunday. Hear me out. The Raiders are a paper tiger. Their last three wins have come against compromised teams. Wins over the Browns, who were wrecked by COVID. A win over the Broncos team with Drew Locke at quarterback. Win over the Colts team that had a quarterback who didn't practice at all this week. Let's not forget this Raiders team lost to the Washington football team at home. They were blown out by Kansas City twice, blown out by the Cincinnati Bengals, beaten handily earlier in the year by the same Chargers team. The Chargers, they put some clunkers out there, lost to the Houston Texans, but when it's a big game, they typically rise to the occasion. And if they, both teams play their A games, I like LA to go ahead and beat the Las Vegas Raiders. All right. We bring in our final guest here in the final segment of My Guys in the Desert, Jeff Ulrich, DraftKings NFL analyst, joining us here on MGITD. Jeff, hope all is well. I want to start with this Saints-Falcons game I was talking about. I think the Saints are vulnerable right now. Three and a half point favorites with a total just, just basement low in this game of 40. What do you think about the side or total in this spot? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually a game I, I don't mind betting. I am on, I'm kind of, uh, I have more confidence in New Orleans than you. Let, let's put it that way. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, some of it has to do with the trends. Some of it just has to do with the fact the Atlanta Falcons, just in my opinion, aren't a very good team. You know, most of the Falcons wins this year, I've, they've just come against bad teams. I mean, they've been really good at taking care of business against kind of the low, 
the the really low end teams in the NFL. But when you put them up against a good team, Atlanta just does not show up half the time. You know, Matt, Matt Ryan's been sacked the most, the fifth most time of anyone in the league. The Saints are third in sacks total. They got great pressure rate. And then again, you go to this trend. Um, just uh, we're looking at this game from uh, uh, you know against the spread. They're three and a half point favorites. Nobody has been better since 2017 at covering on the road than than the New Orleans Saints. 27 and 13 ATS since 2017 under Sean Payton, uh, and they're even five and three ATS. You know, with all the quarterback mumble jumble, like uh, you know, moving around uh, this year. So I, I, I look at this as a mismatch, and I think the Saints are actually getting a little bit disrespected just being three and a half point favorites. I think they're clearly the better team, and they definitely have the best unit here, which is their defense. Yeah, you mentioned that Saints defense being the best unit on the field. Is that why you like this under 39 and a half or so? I mean, the total is just incredibly low for an NFL game. Yeah. It, it's super low, and but there's a lot of low totals on the board. And this one I do like to go under on. Again, Atlanta, one in five at hitting overs at home this year. And then the Saints, they're three and five at hitting overs as, as the away team. Both these teams play at a slow pace. If New Orleans gets any kind of lead here, they're just going to run the ball. We, we saw that, you know, in their win against Tampa a few weeks ago. So, yeah, I do like the under here. Even at 39 and a half, I think there's a, I think there's a little bit of value here just to go under that. Speaking with Jeff Ulrich, DraftKings NFL analyst here on My Guys in the Desert. Jeff, another team I talked about in my power rankings was the Baltimore Ravens. Well, they're right now three and a half point favorites against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Total of 41. What do you think happens in this AFC North clash with two teams fighting to get into the playoffs? Yeah, this has been kind of the game since the start of the week. I just haven't understood this line. Uh, this game, this line opened around five, plus five. The Steelers were plus five at the start of the week. And, you know, you look at what the Baltimore Ravens have done over the last little bit. Let's just ignore the trends here. I'm going to bring up some trends to help support this in a sec. But you just look at the Baltimore Ravens. They're secondary. Can't stop anybody. They got major questions at quarterback. Obviously, Lamar Jackson isn't playing. But even at the start of the week when they were minus five favorites, we kind of knew that, that he probably wasn't going to play anyways. So you've got this eroding Ravens team, nothing to play for. Then you've got the Steelers, you know, one of the best pass rushes in the league. TJ Watt, lots of motivation to set the sack record here. Um, they're actually running the ball a little bit better. And they're coming off a couple wins. I don't really understand why the Steelers were plus five at any point. I think even at plus three and a half, you got to like him here. I mean, look, and and like Pittsburgh, this, this is a spot where they've just succeeded time and time again. I know Ben Roethlisberger can't throw the ball more than five yards, but the Steelers, <laughs> 29 and one straight up against the NFC North since 2017. I think you actually just take the Steelers money line here. Um, I just don't understand this line. It's finally moving uh, down to where it's getting closer to that three line, but at plus three and a half, you, you got to like the Steelers still. Yeah, Tyler Huntley has not been a favorite of this magnitude in his four starts or three starts, I should say, this season. Yeah, I'm curious because I wrote in my notes that you have a play on this Seahawks-Cardinals game. Cardinals six and a half point favorites, total of a 48. Haven't heard too many people this week talking about this game. Fascinated to see which side you're on, whether it be the side or the total. Yeah, I, I like the side here. Um, the total is a little bit interesting. It's one I'd, I'd probably just stay off. Um, you know, you could get a close game. You know, both offenses have kind of been hit or miss, but I, I like Seattle. I like a plus six and a half. I, I mean, I, I like this one more at plus seven, obviously, which was what Seattle was to open, but it's moved down a little bit. And I think people are starting to see the value in, in the Seahawks getting almost a touchdown here. Um, the Cardinals, great win last week. Great. But like, let's not forget, they they had also lost three games in a row. This is an offense that really hasn't looked nearly as good as it was at the early in the season. I think losing DeAndre Hopkins is just a big factor to this team. They don't throw the ball as well downfield without him. You know, he's not there to make those circus catches. And yeah, Kyler Murray's running the ball a little bit more, but it's also led to just a little bit more inefficiency on offense. I, I think also, you know, again, you, you look at who they're playing. It's Russell Wilson. Wilson's played better over, over his last three or four games. He's got two elite wide receivers. This Arizona defense hasn't been as good as it was at the start of the year. Uh, I just think this is too many points. And again, you throw in a few trends here. Seattle, 18-3-1 and one since 2017 as an underdog against the spread. They're 4-3 and three as an underdog this year against the spread. You give seven points to an elite quarterback in the NFL, man, that is just a lot. And I still consider Russell Wilson elite. I know some people are talking about some you know, he's getting old. He's getting up there. I, I, I think <laughs> Russ is, still has a lot of good years left in him. And I think he comes to play. This could be his last game as a Seahawk, too. Jeff, we got to go rapid fire. got 90 seconds left. Browns, okay. Bengals coming up this Sunday. The total's at 38. Backup quarterbacks for both teams. But you think we might have more points than the market thinks. 
It's a backup quarterback, but is Case Keenum an upgrade over Baker Mayfield? I mean, seriously, I I actually think it is. The Browns move the ball with the with the rush, anyways. The Bengals, Brandon Allen isn't terrible. He he can spin it a little bit. I think you're going to see a few points. I, I think you'll see like a 2023 game there. I like the over. Yep. And then also the Jets are taking on the Buffalo Bills and Zach Wilson. You think he might throw for a little few more yards? Why is that? I like this player prop. I like going over on Zach Wilson this week. It's only 186.5 passing yards on the DraftKings Sportsbook. That's enough just to take the over. But five of his six home games this year has gone well over 200 yards. He's having 50 more passing yards at home. Lots of garbage time here. The Jets coming in as huge underdogs. I think Wilson goes over this. I think he has a decent start in his last uh, game of his rookie season. And again, it's just too low a total for an NFL quarterback. And in 15 seconds, Jeff, why is there value on Chase Claypool, the Steelers wide receiver, to go over his yards prop? Well, I'll tell you, there's a lot better value on Chase Claypool about two hours ago when Deontay Johnson was still probably not going to play. Now Deontay Johnson is in. I, I don't mind going over on Claypool at 57 and a half. It's a really good total because of the bad matchup or the bad secondaries going against. But it's it's kind of moved down my rankings with Deontay Johnson now looking like he's going to play this week. So He is Jeff Ulrich, DraftKings NFL analyst. Jeff, best of luck to you later on this weekend. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, man. All right. That does it for the show. Week 18 coming up this weekend. Thank you to Jeff Ulrich of DraftKings. Thank you to Chris Andrews, the South Point Hotel and Casino Sportsbook Director. And a thank you to Adam Burke, VEASAN Sports Betting Analyst and Contributor to Point Spread Weekly. Coming up next, Rush Hour with Danny Burke here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.